So I have my He's already <laughs> yawning. <laughs> I had my first experience with in-flight entertainment the other day. Wow, your first <laughs> experience. What else do you do on a plane? I've never had the option to watch films on the plane. I loved it. Didn't what planes to... have you been on? I've only been like to Europe, internal flights, is that what they call it? Well, that's what they call it when it's the same country. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Only ever been on like two hour flights, eight hour flight, try to squeeze in as many films as possible. I wanted the flight to carry on. What really annoys me is that you can't play it for the first bit while they're ascending and stuff. Oh, when until they... it settles yeah. and for the last bit. So you're wasting pretty much an hour at that point. Yeah, well, well, it wasn't like that. You could watch it when the plane was landed before it had taken off. But every time anyone said anything, it was like, oh, we're doing it now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's riveting stuff. I mean, you could have told us about where you went. <laughs> I went to, yeah, but that's I went to Canada, but oh, I really want to go to Canada. Yeah, it's good, yeah. but the flight, the flight. They filmed Supernatural in Canada. Did they? Vancouver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to Vancouver. <laughs> they film a lot of things. In Canada. They film everything there because of the tax it's breaks. Cheaper. Yeah, and I kept I kept saying like I was saying to Sat earlier. I kept saying like we were in America. I kept being like, oh, the roads are so long in America. Everyone had to be like, we're not in America. We're in Canada. You're in Canada. You represented us badly, Alex, in the Canada, I think. I but don't think so. That, that was your first North American place you've been to? Yeah. Hell yeah. So do you not want to know what films I watched? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll, sure. You know what? Ahead. That was like the, the next thing that was in my mind. Okay. But because we're going to Canada. Like, yeah, and okay, no, I didn't want to go too into Canada. Canada was good. Mountains. Fucking. Mounties. Eh? I didn't see a single mountain. Sorry. We're a boot, eh? Sorry. I find that I'm so offensive. sorry. You're not Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> they say a boot, right? What's all a boot? boot? They were like, oh, fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> That's my Canadian accent. So, Star Wars, a rogue, no. Rogue One. It? Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Incredible, right? Yeah, really like that. Shape of Water. Shit. Yeah. No. Yeah, only the right. Yeah. It's beautiful. Or should we call him... Delboro. No, we <laughs> could do that. Sorrow. I was just listening to him the other day. We, I love uh, him, but I don't know. It wasn't that good, and it was just. I mean, like, I think Pan's Labyrinth was so much better. I agree, and even Hellboy at this point. Um, if, if your only reference to Del Toro is Pan's Labyrinth, then you talk about Mimic or something. Devil's, or Devil's Backbone, Chronos. Yeah, I haven't seen Chronos. No, I'm just saying like, that's what people keep on going back to. Pan's Labyrinth. I think it was. His best film? Yeah, I think I aesthetically it was his best film. Then there's something wrong if he can't best that. Like, he's been around for a long time and he can't have anything better. Do you not like Pan's Labyrinth? No, I love it, but it's at the same time, it's like, I'm not being nostalgic over a taxi driver or the rest of I my mean, life. You have to have, you know, in subsequent generation, you need to have different I, classics. I mean, I did like Crimson classic. Peak as well, because, again, that was beautiful, and he, like, built the sets. And, like, it's a shame when we're talking about Del Toro, but if you were a uh, question whether or not he's got one classic, and then the rest is just trying to reach the same kind of peak. Hmm. I, I really like him. I really like Hellboy, even. And I don't really like comic book movies. You um, don't like comic book movies. So really, because you messaged us like the other day. It was like my most happiest moment involving Alex. Oh, well, well, uh, yeah, when you messaged yeah. us, guys, what film should I watch before oh. I watch Endgame? And, yeah. I, and oh. I gave like a list of fifty that weren't even involved in the MCU. And I started watching one of them, and I was like, yeah. "What made you tempted to watch the Endgame?" Well, what do you think? The fact that everyone's just been talking about it, <laughs> nothing else the last like however long. Anyways, Rogue One, Star Wars story, yeah. Shape of Water. 
Oh, Batman Lego movie. I haven't seen any of the Lego movies. I haven't seen any of the Lego movies either. Yeah. Highly recommend I'm waiting for Netflix to prime one of them to release it. So Netflix, watch them. Net, Netflix, Netflix won't. Why not? Because um, it's Pixar, right? I don't think so. Oh, what is the Lego movie? Disney? Is it not DC? What, Warner like, Brothers? Well, Batman one is definitely uh, something yeah. to do with DC. Oh, I don't know. Because they're all having their own streaming services. I guess now, it, it, it might be Warner Brothers. If, it's really good. If that's the case, I may have to so stream them, motherfuckers. If, it, if it's Warner Brothers, they've got a streaming service called DC Universe. Oh, uh, they can suck a kneecap. And DC Universe, like, they did Titans, which was shit. But Doom Patrol was really, really good. What's that? Uh, it's a TV show. What's it called? Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. It, it is so good, actually. It's so funny. What's it about? It's like it's about MF Doom ragtag band of freaks that try to save the person that helps them. And yeah, it's hilarious. Sounds good. And it's got a heart to it as well. But the Titans were shit. Nobody watched Titans. It was a waste of 10 hours of my life. That made me all thinking it was like a sequel to Clash of the Titans and they were disappointed. There was a sequel to Clash of the Titans. Was there it? was. It was real bad. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. must have blocked it from my memory. Because oh, <laughs> I think they were trying to make new Harry Potters. Like you can tell that after the success of Harry Potter, they just wanted more fantasy stuff involving young kids. Or I mean, it's still happening. Oh, you're not thinking of uh, Peter, not Peter Pettigrew it's from Peter, Harry, Harry Potter. Is that guy, that, the guy that's the lightning? What? It's like a Harry Potter thing about a kid yeah, who yeah, like, yeah. steals the lightning or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. But there's also a film with uh, Harrison Ford and a kid. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Is that? Ender's Game or something like that. Something like that, yeah. That's the one with Asa Butterfield. Yeah, I saw that. That was alright. And then, right. then it was... Well, like was, the, the, um, the Percy Jackson thing. I've Percy never Jackson watched, I, I never watched yeah. one, Percy, yeah, but I, know, I didn't know anyone that watched it, but it's still got a sequel. Wait, you're struggling, man. She knew the name the whole time, and yeah, she's here for she her time. Say just to say no, it. I didn't know because I've not fucking watched it. You saw me here struggling. Yeah. I didn't know what the movie is about. I've literally not watched yeah, it. Mate, if I was Natalie Wood in the water, do you know who I wouldn't want on the boat? Oi, yeah. I'm still gutted I wasn't there for that episode. Oh, did you listen to it? Yes, of course <laughs> I listened to it, guys. Oh, I mean, which for God's sake, yeah, it aired back in like June, July, or something yeah, like that. Years yeah, years ago. Yeah, back in June. Back in June. I think it was around June or July. That's what, that, that's what it's I It's about like. September, October now, I believe. So basically, yeah, it, it makes me laugh. So all this time, Tom has had a podcast, and I was like, oh, what sort of things do you talk about? We talk about everything. And I think it's like, oh, that doesn't even narrow it down, everything. And then when I started hearing the kind of snippets of subjects, I was like, yeah, I want to be involved in this. I want to check out what you guys have. It is everything, though, isn't it? It would is you, everything. Would you say it has a, how would you how would you group it all together? Because it's not like everything. We wouldn't talk about I don't know the football. You guys I mean, like, we can talk about the football. You guys are like now forty of like podcasters. Like you've got a little bit of everything, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We've got a little bit of viewership, listenership. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's now forty. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I watched this from Beast as well. Beast, yeah, set on set in Jersey. Only all right. Who's in it? Uh, uh, the name rings a bell. No, I know I can't remember. Is there a bunch of little girls? No, I don't know why people say little boys and little girls. Yeah, you gotta stop that. Yeah, it's not that, good, especially not, in this episode. Not a good look. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah. In honor of the topic of this week, we have a special guest to do the intro music. It is Ozzy Osbourne. Sean. Sean. The dog shitting everywhere. <laughs> Welcome to the Dorks Deduction Podcast, where we talk about stuff. 
Thanks, Ozzy. Thanks. That was brilliant. I mean, I didn't hear anything about the screaming, so... Sharon! <laughs> so, guys, I, I watched, when I was down in Cornwall, I watched yesterday. Oh, oh I'm watching that tomorrow. As I'm getting older, I'm getting better rating films. It's a three-star film. They should want like a whole... Three out of ten or three out of five? Three out of five. That's a three out of ten. No, no you just said the three-star three. film. Obviously, you would assume it was out of five then. Yeah, I don't know. Three, three stars out of five. It could have been really shit. So basically, <laughs> it, it started off well, and then they shoe on like a love plot, and then ruined the film for me. Yeah, I did see that in the previews. I'm like, why can't a male and female just be friends? And, it, and, the, and another thing as well about the film is they didn't really delve deeply into that whole concept of Beatles not being there. It's not just Beatles. It's also Coke is not there. Uh, Harry Potter doesn't exist but you find it in various things but they don't delve deeply what happens you see, it, it, when I first heard the idea I was like that's a good idea for a film I like that so, yeah so basically it was like um, Tam Wolf from EastEnders yeah exactly I was just like Tam Wolf from EastEnders <laughs> got a lead role yeah, in Danny Boyle yeah. <laughs> so Tam Wolf from EastEnders making that with Lily James uh, that's a little spoiler for you guys yeah, like, you usually when you, okay so American listeners EastEnders is a soap opera usually when people leave EastEnders, we don't really hear much of them unless it comes to Panda You know season. what, yeah, that used to be the case 20 years ago, but I feel like a lot of people would have come from EastEnders. I mean, Ross Kemp. Yeah, yeah, Robert Kaczynski. R- Robert Kaczynski, yeah. And he but, actually returned, but which was surprising. That's because his career is drying up in America. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yes. Gary Kemp as well, but he was famous already. Yeah, he was famous So, but already. basically, I feel like Tamil was won the race. The fact that his debut film was in Danny Boy film, suck his kneecap, guys. Suck his kneecap. <laughs> So basically, he is a struggling musician, so yeah, songwriter. Like so on his way home on his bicycle, wherever it is, he uh, there was like a, a national blackout all over the globe, mm. and he gets hit by a bus. He gets knocked out, blah blah. Wakes up in the hospital and so forth, and then he starts making little gestures about like Beatles songs. He's like oh, people are like, oh, what's that, blah blah. And he's like, he feels he feels like they f- they're messing with him. When he starts singing a Beatles song, they were like, oh, that's a great song. Did you write that? And he's like, stop messing around. What? Yeah. It's Beatles. I was interested to know what how the how they were going to explain that. So what was it? There was a blackout, and there was a them... blackout. But after the blackout, nothing. Even when you get to the end of the film, sometimes it's good when the film doesn't shoehorn in an explanation. Mm. But you still walk away with the question mark of what the fuck. So you don't, it doesn't explain. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? No, to that but the, the thing is, insane, I'm, again, it's spoilers. Mm. If you if you hate spoilers, then suck my kneecap. It came uh, out months ago, guys. It's fine. John Lennon is alive in that film because the Beatles were never happy. He never got shot, oh. and there was never mm. Oasis. There's no there's no such as Oasis in the film as well because Oasis were. But there is Ed Sheeran in the film. Oasis oh. were influenced by Beatles. If there's no Beatles, they you know, young Gallagher oh, so and they probably are close, and they actually get along with each other. Yeah, but if, if they were gonna, if they're gonna go say, if you're gonna say, there's no Beatle, there's no Oasis, then that's a bit of a tricky path to go down. You don't want to. Maybe the film shouldn't focus on the whole, what's you know, like philosophical no, time that, traveling. That is stuff. what I took out of it. It's kind of like when you watch Stranger Stranger Things three, people are saying the subtext is there that Will Wheeler is gay. Yeah, Stranger Things. Can we not? Yeah. No, strange, you know what? Yeah, Tommy's the only one that doesn't like Stranger Things free. I've spoken to a lot of people. I've spoken to a lot of people at work. You know, I did a, ni- it I did a nice survey. To me. I did a nice survey, which didn't involve people in my own side of, you know, friendship group. Yeah. I did like different types of people. I didn't say really it sucked. It. It's just, I don't, the last few episodes are solid, but the first few episodes were just like, why? It's because like, it's, to, it's like in that universe, a couple years gone by, they can't ignore the facts. That since the last Stranger Things, the kids uh, have grown. The kids have grown. You can't pretend. No, it's just not that. Yeah. It's just, it didn't feel, yeah, there was nothing happening. Again, any relevance. Op- opinions are subjective. True. Yeah. 
But I, I like the fact that they embraced the fact Again, that Again, I didn't say it sucked. I think it's fine. Is but it's it? just, compared to the other seasons, I just can't get on board. I enjoyed season three more. It sounds like, were they getting, t- like the same thing we were saying about uh, basically, I'm not they a fan get tied of... up in their, in the theories and like, trying to explain why certain things are happening? No, I prefer just, that. Oh. I prefer that. No, it's not. It's more, it's a human story. If oh, okay. teenagers, like they're now becoming teenagers, Dungeons and Dragons is not in their mind. Girls are, you know what I'm saying? What's up with the girl doing? Why is she angry at me? She doesn't like <laughs> stuff like that. She wants to build Dungeons and Dragons. She's Will. She's like, what I've never play? played Dungeons and Dragons, but I really want to. I would like to. Play more Dragons. Do you know how to play? I've never played before. No, I don't think you've got, I've got the time or the, uh... I want to. Because apparently they can last years, these games. <sighs> So, so guys, I, I did like did, we did a little detour. So yeah. Um, um, so Sat is back. Yes, Sat never left, baby. Sat nut on your cheeks, Nyangi. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, our procrastinators. Um, wow, I like it. Well, what's the word? Yeah, procrastinators. Procrastinators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that actually came from Max, actually. Years and years ago, I think I stopped. We, we bumped into each other on the street. That's how we usually bump into each other. It's on the street. And for some reason, we were talking, and then he came up with procrastination. And I was just like, oh, my God. And that's just stuck with me for years. <laughs> that's excellent work. And it didn't occur to me I was going to get food, so I shouldn't be thinking about procrastination. But, yeah. Max is a cameraman on uh, many milk and cereal productions. Ah, uh, yes, Max. <laughs> Like Queer Essential and um, That's Debatable, which I guess is upcoming or has aired. I'm assuming upcoming. Also, I'm known as Sat, not on your shoot. Do I double (laughs) shoot? Yeah. (laughs) Get better soon, Chris. (laughs) Yeah, hold tight, Chris. Fever. Fever town. I think he could easily be dead because he hasn't responded to our messages. He's got a fever of 103, I heard. I feel like he's releasing a new album, like Chicken and Beer 2 or something. Possibly, possibly. Ludacris. Anyway, so, um, Sat. Why are you back? Whoa. That, that is a good question. You know, I feel like each time I appear on your show, it's like it may be my last appearance <laughs> on the show. Because you, it's like, you guys got like, you guys, I know you're usually chaotic. Then I come on and make things even more messy. But uh, I'm trying to redeem myself. Even though the intro sounds like oh, I'm not trying to redeem myself at all. I'm sat Nutella, Nyangi, <laughs> trying to like. You made that thing. Yeah, made that thing. Hashtag Satnatella. Yeah, no, hashtag Nutella Nyangi. Like, my surname is important because a lot of people, because they're scared of saying my surname, they call me Mr. Sat. I'm like, what the fuck but is that? Your Mr. surname Sat? sounds as it's spelled. N- Nyangi. Yeah. Hard G. Hard G. Not soft G, Nyangi. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard G. My name is Sat Nyangi or Sat Nutella Nyangi or Nutella Nyangi. <laughs> okay. He's got a different name every time. He's got a different... Like, they think that we have a different person on every time Sat's on. Well, I try to redeem myself, but I always fail at the end. It's like, I, I, on my old ways. It's fine, Sat. I don't need my weekends. I mean, I can spend the time editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. So, Tom, are you going to yeah, introduce no, yourself? I just, Sweet I just realised they're going to wonder, like, this show is actually edited. Yeah. Oh, no. Guys, yeah, we actually edit a lot of shit out of this show. Oh, no. <laughs> you, what? You edit things? The next thing I say is no CGI in superhero films and Peter Parker can actually, <laughs> you know. I just meant because we ramble so much and I leave a lot of it in. Yeah. What do you mean, ramblings? It's useful anecdotes, yeah, pop anecdotes, culture references. Man. We're your friends. You need to know this stuff. We're not really your friends. Like, if you, like, try and stop me in the street, I'm going to run. So, yeah, so, like, the three of us, 
Chris is not here because allegedly he's not feeling well. I think someone put a spell on him. He's got a fever of 103. Oh, sorry. Well done, though. That was really good timing. I mean, you also said that about five minutes ago. So, there's so many, like, zingers there. It's going to go under the radar for, for most people. Especially gone, the, wait, no. What did you say? say someone put a spell again. on him. He's been banished. Yeah, um, anyway. What are we talking about this week? Yeah, Tom, I mean, you apparently is the captain of the ship. Am I, oh, am I the captain of the, the ship? You said this before. You're like, is your ship your steering? Okay, guys, we're talking about Crowley from Good Omens, yeah? What? What's Good Omens? That t- that, well, it was a um, novel, and it? I it saw it. I've seen, seen the poster on the buses. It's a good show, man. Is there someone called Crowley on it? Yeah. Do you reckon it's because of who we're actually talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Um, Actually, okay, so, no, we're actually talking about Crowley from Supernatural. Is there a Crowley in Supernatural? Yeah, there's a Crowley in Supernatural. (laughs) I'm trying to think of any other Crowleys, but I can't. Let's get Ozzy Osbourne back. Mr. Crowley! See you later, mate. Usually our guests don't say anything, Alex. You don't sing, though. Well, that's because... Chris Hemsworth never says anything. He's always sick when he comes on. That's because Alex got like the license and right to the song so that's we're able to use it <laughs> no because it sounds different enough when i sing it so that we're not we're gonna get in trouble yeah it's different key and also because you're saying two words and also which crow lee yeah i'm talking about someone called crow lee crow lee the brother yeah, i know him like bruce. i went to nursery with him lee bruce lee crow lee we're talking about alistair crowley 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 mr crowley also known as uncle fester also known as Beast, triple six. Also known as... A highly educated man that did a lot of Also known as Megatron. Can you do like a boxing thing? Megatron, also in Supernatural. Do a boxing, a boxing, like an introduction. Coming in at 500 pounds. Coming in at 666 pounds. Oh, yes. He's got a big, bold head like a melon. (laughs) Looking like a human version of the Fang. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Alistair, Beast, Triple Six, Megatron, Megafurion, Megatillion. He likes to touch of magic, piss and blood, shits on goats, Crowley. Shit on goats? He let yeah. goats shit on him, if anything. Yeah, shit on him, Crowley. Um, yeah. Nice. Come on, who's going to give him a little, who's going to give him his intro? Alex he was a very there. educated man that went to Cambridge University and he's moneyed and he's a writer. Leamington Spa. Yeah. Leamington Spa. He's from money. He did a lot of writing. He had a lot of bitches. Also known as Scarlet Women. And the interesting thing is, before we begin, we must clarify, he came from a nice Christian home. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what happened. What I mean, to be fair, it. like, if it's like a forceful home, like I can well, see why we turned away. It was from quite it. a fundamentalist Christian yeah. home, I think. And of course, like anyone else, it's when you va- evangelical, uh, evangelical Christianity. Well, What's evangelical mean? They're just really super Christian. Uh, evangelical people, the ones that see it as their mission to like get everyone else like to. Isn't that most religions? I don't know. God knows. You're getting distracted again. Yeah, Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley came from a nice, you know, Christian family. But like all people that feel stifled, he had to rebel against the system. Yes. We have to do um, him justice. Why are we talking about this crusty old bastard? Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna drop some bars about this guy from Leamington Spaba. Right. Alistair Crowley is the reason why there's K at the end of magic. Sometimes. Alistair Crowley is the reason why people discovered (laughs) yoga. 
and psychedelic drugs. There's nothing wrong with yoga or psychedelic Alistair drugs. Alistair Crowley was the inspiration for Kenneth Anger. If you're a film studies geek or film nerd, you know what Kenneth Anger is. Was it something rising, Mercury rising, something descending? I can't remember a single film now, but they all... There's the one with the, like, uh, Andy Warhol. With yeah, the, like the, the, yeah, exactly. Like so, yeah, so Alistair Crowley was an influence in a lot of new age mysticism. But you, no, nothing you just said just then seems negative. But but who called... What's the line? The wickedest man in Britain, they call it. Yes, him. that is also his tag. Alistair Crowley is the wickedest man in Britain because... And Alistair, not wicked as in cool. Yeah, wicked as in he was depraved. He had a, uh, a saying. Where's the saying? Do thou wilt... <laughs> do thou wilt not? Do okay. thou wilt? Which means if you want to do something, do it to the fullest ability. Yeah. If you want to kick a kid... It's not a bad saying, it's just how you take it. Yeah. What do you mean? It means if you want to fuck a baby, man, you go and fuck that baby. He's saying that anything with love, anything you do, you do it with love. That is what he's preaching. He said he's in Christianity, was stifling, that religion, it stops you from doing is there any anything you truly desire. No, no, that's not what that's saying. That's not saying he fucked baby, but he's saying if you wanted to, yes. then you should. That's what he's preaching. If you want to, like, you know, if do it something feels depraved, good, do it. He used to actually tell his lovers, go fuck that goat. Only if you want to, though. Only if you want to. But I, it will make me really wet if you touch yourself with a goat. So he gave people a choice. He just, yeah, so as a seed, the idea of... He manipulated, he gave people a choice. He made people seem like they had a choice. Okay. Okay, so he was a bit of a, well, he was a cult leader, wasn't he? Yes. But he was also, what, so, a cult. He was part of the occult, which I don't... Because apparently he was... And what's the like, occult? Dark magic? Del, del, del Dark magic. magic. He was part um, of secret societies. One site called... The Golden Dawn. Golden Dawn. Yes. Let's say what it is called. Yeah, it's called a golden dawn, you're right. Something, twelve something to the golden Oh it was a hermetic or hermetic order of the golden dawn. Yeah, golden dawn. Who is he dawn? was a he was a master of ceremonial magic, yoga, kabbalah, tarot, and numerous meditation traditions, a mountaineer, poet, and a chess player of distinction, mentor to the great Portuguese <laughs> <Chess> poet. <laughs> <laughs> What's here? wrong with being a chess player? A friend of American writer Frank Harris, uh, a mentor to the great Portuguese poet Fernando. He had a long Sena. life, didn't he? And he did a lot in his life. Yeah, he, he died at seventy-two. Died at seventy-two. Where did he die? Milan. Oh no, he was no, in Sussex. He died. He died in Hastings. It says in nineteen forty-seven. And also, also, this is a funny one. Yet the historical press accounts of sex, drugs, and sacrifices at his abbey of Philema. Philema, a religion that he invented after yeah. he got kicked out by so many secret societies, yeah. I may add. So his strict fundamentalist Christian beginnings mm -hmm. made him rebel, especially when his father, who was his biggest role model, died. Yeah. He got super angry and just thought every single... so. Obviously, he had a fundamentalist Christian background, which meant basically the opposite, opposite of if it feels good, do it. You know, the idea of, like... Suppression and repression. Yeah, way. repression. Don't, like, uh, don't feed your, like, animalistic urges and stuff like that. So then when his father died, he, like, went all mad and just thought, I'm going to go completely 100% against all that. And then he got into magic, which I don't... 
There's all these spells and stuff. When I was reading about that stuff about him, I got a bit like, there's no such thing as spells in that, is there? There is. Well, there is such thing as written down spells, but they don't do anything. They do. You can't summon things. Well, basically, if I, if I told you, fuck off, go suck your mum's, you know, left tip, that's going to arouse some sort of negative emotion. That's me putting a spell on you. I put a spell on you to have a negative mm-hmm. connotation on your soul. Okay. I put a lot of spells on a lot of people then. Can, yes. you, can you yes. bring people back from the dead? Spirits, things like that? I've never tried. But do you think that... They, but when you read that stuff about... What's that one where you had to wake up at 3am for like a month every day and he bought that house in, in Scotland, Scotland? and he, he lived as a Highlander. And he had to like... He was doing this spell to try and bring back spirits. Do you think there's any possibility that he could bring back spirits? Well, the house had burned down. The, the one in yeah, in 2015. Yeah, but... Lots of houses burned But down. everyone that lived in that house, Jimmy Page included, they all said they, was like, they felt like some strange aura Jimmy in that house. Page I mean, it was probably also cold, and it's in Scotland. Jimmy yeah. Page, who was, like, the one of the biggest, like, Crowley, like, fanboy. He was got, yeah. like, a lot of Crowley books yeah. and so forth. And he bought the, bought the house because of Alistair Crowley, so yeah. of course he's going to think there's a weird feeling in it. I think if you're already predisposed to think that way or mm-hmm. believe in ghosts or whatever you're gonna see it somewhere especially if someone's telling you oh yeah this house is haunted what's your two cents on ghosts Simon? um i don't believe they're true but after 15 years of supernatural if there is ghosts i can fucking deal with it look at my shirt what is it Winchester, salt and burn what's, salt that and burn. what's that mean you basically find the person's bones you salt them and you burn them what? and that gets rid of the ghosts basically i can deal with anything supernatural at this point so, so, so I don't believe in it, but I can deal with so it. So Tommy's auditioning to join Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> I feel yeah, like. yeah, the, the next reboot I'm going to be joining. Reboot slash sequel. So yeah, Alistair Crowley. Mr. Crowley, yeah. How many times do you even do that? At least four more. Okay, before we go on, can I just say if my parents are listening, which they won't be, judging by Alistair Crowley, I could be a lot worse. So, <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, yeah. no, no. So Alistair Crowley was into, like, you know, exchanges of bodily fluid, which in today... It doesn't sound as crazy because of BDSM and so forth. But mm-hmm. Alistair Crowley was an influence on, like, the hippie culture. Could we just say he's punk ahead, rock. Of his, ahead of his time? He was ahead of his time, yeah. So if you think you're a rebel, mate, you're nowhere near on the level of Alistair Crowley. He did everything mm-hmm. first. He was born before a lot of people. He was born before the turn of the century, you know he's what I'm saying? born before anyone was exactly. alive. So that's why... Um, Is that true? Well, yeah, he was born in 1875. And Alistair Crowley... I don't don't believe there's anyone that's almost 150 years old. Yeah, and this is... No, they're centurions, but I don't think they're that old. And also, it's another interesting thing. Uh, Apparently, Crowley gave Churchill his famous victory sign, a a magical gesture to counteract the Nazis' use of the swastika. Isn't that two fingers? Yeah, apparently inspired that. I thought that was for victory when, uh, when Winston Churchill did that. It is. Crowley... Influenced them to use it's the, the sign. Okay. Yeah, I like doing that. And also, apparently, you know, Ian Fleming knew him as well. Who? A I lot of people. Knew yeah, him. a lot of people knew him. And he was a writer as well, so he sort of writer, yeah. mountaineer, and guess mountaineer. Also, chess player. Also, it says like his work at the fledgling Jet Propulsion Laboratory laid the groundwork for the Apollo mission, moon missions. Fuck off. This yeah. guy sounds like... I feel like, like the legend is um, growing. Is he okay, like Kim okay. Jong-il or whatever? No, no, like, no. Oh, they got a hole in one. Okay, okay, okay. He is like the real-life Forrest Gump. <clears throat> Did a lot of things. 
did a lot of things in his lifetime. Not as endearing. Though. And also, 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 bodily um, fluids. He, he, he was like, "This is guy. His name. What's his name? He Parsons. definitely swallowed as well. Parsons. What's his look name? Him. Look at the size of him. He definitely <laughs> did. Well, swallowed what? I don't know. Lots uh, of fluids. Stuff. Like where? Cat doing? blood. I heard some guy drank a cat. This so. Oh no. We'll get oh, to I that. heard we'll that. Get yeah, to yeah. that. I'm doing the Ballester Crowley. So yeah, Jack Parsons was friends with, uh, well, was working with L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, the Scientologist. Scientology. Yeah, 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 found the cult Scientology, which attracts many Hollywood stars. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's kind of like the Kevin Bacon thing with a degree of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, six, six, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. So if Bacon. you did six degrees <laughs> of Alistair Crowley. Or triple six degrees of Alistair Crowley. Nice. There's Excellent so, work, Thank you. There's so, many, <laughs> there's so many threads and so many. So his footprint on pop culture, on mainstream culture, is vast. And the, the scary thing for me is it's so subconscious. You wouldn't even know it that whatever you're doing, mm. he influenced it. I'd that never heard of scary. Him. I had heard of him, like, but in passing, I hadn't actually looked into it. Basically, Chris used to mention it a lot. Chris did. Yeah. As a, and me, as an avid quote-unquote conspiracy theorist, oh, I know about mm. him. I know about him. I know about him. So you don't like him, Satya? How can I like the guy? Like, coming from a Christian background myself, mm-hmm. any guy that comes off Beast, triple six. For sure, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyone that, you know, denounces uh, anything good and say, mm-hmm. do what, if you want to murder someone or if you want to rape someone, mm-hmm. you know, there's no restriction. Basically, he preaches there's no boundaries. Yeah. And I what does that mean? That, yeah. No boundaries. And and I know Tommy would say, oh, he does some... There's like what the mainstream read about him and there's mm-hmm. also what people say what he did that was a little bit more yeah. freaked well, out. The but there's so many sceptical people. So I've got no time to spend with sceptical people if they don't believe he can be that wicked. He's called the wickedest man... You know, if not, it wasn't like a nice little cute moniker. It wasn't like, you know, the Prince of Pop, okay? Like, this guy was, he did some fucked up stuff. He preached fucked up stuff. Mm-hmm. And he paved the way for a lot of fucked upness. Because back in the days, early 20th century, everyone went to toe the line. He didn't want to. Nowadays, mm. everyone is a rebel. As a seed, though, don't you think that's a good idea, though? To, like, to do what you want and to cast away the shackles of, like what the society tells you to do and be who you want to be as a person. He was like, he was bisexual in a time when no one was bisexual. He was yeah, like it was openly, legal up until what, the He 60s. was open about it. And like, okay, I know what you mean about he had other urges which weren't right, but as a seed, the idea of being who you want to be. Bestiality, he was into bestiality. Yeah, but, look, oh, yeah, yeah, but no, okay, no, let's, no. let's put a pin in bestiality just for a minute. We'll stick it over there. Yeah, all right, stick over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The seed of that idea is a nice idea, isn't it? Be who you want to be. Like, you know, counterculture is a, like a big thing nowadays, and that all comes from... I feel like your rebuttal is kind of like... I see where, where you're from where you're coming from, and I feel like that's how they hide Crowley's legacy, with mm. that they're trying to spin it. It's like, it's like spinning what he's saying into something more positive. Mm. But we all know he did occult black magic, which is not white magic. He wasn't doing spells for good luck or mm-hmm. spells to make the world better. He wanted to make it more depraved, mm. more debauchery. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. More, you know, more gruesome. He just wanted to shake things up. It wasn't for positive reasons. He was a selfish human being. So never think that he was paving the way. He didn't give a fuck about anyone. He used and abused and got what he wanted. He just wanted to spread chaos. Okay. And, you know, influence. Do you think the world needs people like that, maybe? To shake it up a little I bit? I think, to some degree... 
Yes, yeah. we need people that will rebel. We need people that will try and further. Do we yes, really? That's like, like, that's like saying we need people like Donald Trump in in the world. To make no, the no, world he's trying to make the world regress. At the end of the day, I still feel like he's a puppet. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, everything he's saying is to is to get him to lose. You know, the next presidential. He was, you know, like the well, election. He wants to lose it. I don't think he ever wanted it. Like, I think he shows signs of senile behaviour. So we're talking about not Alistair Crowley anymore. No, no, well, like I also like, especially the whole Trump thing was all pantomime. I don't mm. really read into it. He's getting guy, attention. That's basically okay, what he wants. How can a guy for how many years was very dormant in his behaviour? All of a sudden, he was never out. very dormant. No, 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 no. But compared to how it is now, it's a bit too excessive. If, yeah, if you know what I mean. He wants attra- uh, He wants the attention. He likes the attention. Mm. He thinks attention means that he's popular. Yeah. And, like, he's so, like, mollycoddled. People around him probably don't inform him of the people that are against him and that slate him. Didn't he, he watches his own propaganda. I'm very dubious about even talking about politics, yeah. really, because I don't really know anything about it. But didn't he say when he was, like, going up for president, he was like, this is just my best, this is, like, the best advertising for yeah. Trump that there could possibly be. Yeah. He wasn't really doing it to become president or whatever. Uh, I just love how we're talking about him and the Alistair Crowley let's put put a uh, pin in Trump put him next to the we're putting pins in a lot of things that sounds like black magic for a minute we can pick pick back up bestiality if you want it's like voodoo anyway Alistair Crowley yeah he was into like shagging goats and stuff like that yes he was he even told women that was part of his harem he called him his scarlet harem 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 it's harem of women it's harem 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 Harim. No, haram is like isn't haram, like, haram, uh, no haram or something. Like haram. haram is yeah, sinning. basically kind of like that. Like if, if anyone knows like the correct like, pronunciation, no, we know. It's hari- harim. harim. Harim of women is harim. like harim. when you have like it's harim. Man. I heard, I heard in America, You're... harim, harim of women. It's harim. Harim. something else. Harim. It's like little finger had a harim, didn't he? Yeah, harim. It's H A R E M. So harim. My name is spelled T H. Do you say tharmin? I used to. Yeah, a lot of people do, actually. Yes. And you soon learn not to say... <laughs> my boss, I had a conversation with my like boss's boss today, and he because uh, he called up and he said, oh, who's that? And I'm just like, Charming. He's like, how did you just say your name? I've been working there for like eight years. <laughs> and yeah, he, he said, no, I've always said it like this. Charming, I don't know if you noticed this yet, but I didn't say your name for like three months when I first met you. <laughs> <laughs> I do that with people sometimes as well. Because <laughs> I didn't know. Just wait for it. Yeah. I didn't really know your name either. I think we just started talking, but we never really introduced each other. We were never introduced to each other. Mm, I think yeah. that was the problem. Boy, we were in the same class. You must have heard my name pronounced in a register. No, they didn't do a register. Speaking of spelling, this was adult spells. Oh, spells. <laughs> I like that. No, I wasn't talking about that. Spells. Was oh, yeah, it's a weird spelling. I was going to say name. how extra Alistair Crowley spells he his name. He wants to stand out with yeah, I know. A L. Everything he did was for attention. S T E R. He's not the only one named Alistair. That that's like a normal thing. Ale- no, the way A L E. Alistair. Have you seen how Ashley's spelled? E I G H at the end. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, that sounds I, like uh, like an Irish type spelling. I grew up in the nineties, man. L E Y. You know what I'm saying? L E Y. The Ashley's from recess. Yeah, that's what. L I E or L double E. L I. No, L E Y. L L double E. L-W-E, I don't understand that one as well. Ash Lee, like Bruce Lee. That'd be the sort of thing, like, if your name was Ashley when you were, like, 13, you might experiment with spelling it a different way every now and then. Okay. Mr. Crowley. Fuzzy, can you just go, please? (laughs) Three more. Like, stop eating the fucking bats and go. He's going to go shag an intern or something like that and Sharon just turn the other cheek. Probably. Yeah. Um, So, 
What have we not t- uh, said about Alistair Crowley? The music. Because Crowley was like a huge inspiration. For example, he was on the cover of the Sgt. Pepper album. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts. Yeah, he's also an influence on Satanic Majesty's album by Rolling Stones. And uh, Led Zeppelin had one of his quotes on the front cover of one of their albums. Thou shalt not wilt. Yes. Something like that. That is his most famous Is that uh, actually what he said? Yeah. There's nothing. Thou shalt not wilt. It's not quite that. It's definitely... Wilt means, like, die. Thou thou shalt not die. I mean, I think that's a good idea. No, do what thou wilt. That's what it was. Thou shalt not wilt. (laughs) Again, wilt is like when a flower dies, right? No, but it's spelt different. It's like wilt. Like, we'll want to. There is no law beyond do thou wilt. Every man and woman is a star. The word of sin is restriction. Ozzy Osbourne's got a good song called Mr. Crowley that you should all listen to. Mr. Crowley! Exactly. I did not sound like Ozzy Osbourne, though. <laughs> but also, because I'm also using, like, uh, references. I, I, I was reading on this Guardian article. Shout out to The Guardian. They're saying bang, that. Bang. Loving The Guardian, yeah. It's, a love, it's just a lovely little news. Like, could you imagine? Like, people wouldn't imagine that we read The Guardian. No, so basically... They would, I think. No, so basically... They think we're all about the sun. Really? They mentioned that... Um, the bizarre articles... <laughs> Generations of beats, hipsters, hippies, punks, and ravers. They have to give homage, basically, to Alistair Crowley. Why do you think that is? Because he paved the way to be, I guess, unique and alternative. Counterculture. And counterculture, yes. So that's the thing is, I guess, sometimes it feels weird for me to give him some sort of credit. But the more I was reading or doing research for this... That's what I meant, why I I don't think he's that bad. is because he did open the door. Mm, He did some bad shit, but he opened the door for what we have in society so today. Like, yeah, so, like, the idea of doing what you want and, like, not letting people hold you back, being the best you you can be, is a good idea, unless the <laughs> unless person that you it's, are it's is not consensual. Crowley. No, but it's almost like saying that Chuck Berry is a reason for guitar music being great in general. So if you're playing guitar, it's because of Chuck Berry. It's kind of like... If the first is like someone, if someone was born before Alistair Crowley, they probably would have been just as depraved. So it's, it's yeah, not like. But he's one of the, he's one of a, he's a, he's a role model. A, he's a flag, flag waver for. I guess it's kind of like, doing what you he's, want. he's like an equivalent of landing on the moon because he did it first or whatever. It's kind of like, that's why he gets the credit for everything. So it's kind of like, it's hard to dispute. That's what I'm saying. For me, it's quite hard to dispute that, yeah, he paved the way for a lot of counterculture. Even yoga, he did yoga before. You know, yoga's he a bit... Introduced... Yoga's a bit... Have you heard of Bikram yoga? No. So, Bikram yoga... No, 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 sorry, I heard of Bikram, but I never knew... It's a bit... This I can't remember the guy that came up with it, but he got in loads of trouble. Basically, it's like hot yoga. Yeah, yeah. So, where you sit in a room that's like a sauna, yeah. and then you do even more stretches, and you stretch out loads, and there's like carpet on the floor and stuff like that. But the guy that came up with that idea... Oh, wish I knew more about it. We'll have to do another episode on it. <laughs> that yoga thing, I guess, is important just because that's another occult thing. Yoga, it's a bit the old idea of like having followers and stuff like that is a bit weird. Manson family. Thelema is a religion that I he mean, started. We're all part of cults of some sort. Yeah, Ooh, of course. Yeah. We are. We are. Yeah. The Book of the Law is this like Bible that he created when he was like in Egypt with his wife. Mm. Was his wife's name Rose? Rose. So apparently they went on some sort of druggy bender and she heard some sort of like voice telling him to go inside the temple. Mm. And he saw some sort of like messenger. They went to a then they go to a um a museum. Yes. And it was the Eye of Horus. Yeah. And then she was like, Follow me. The spirits have told me which uh which exhibition to show you. And the mm. exhibition number was 
It's actually nine nine nine, but it just falling upside down. I heard it was six one six. Is this is it like another joke for me? No, I thought six one six was actually the number of. Mine was a joke, so oh, right. like no one laughed at, but it's fine. Six six six, the number of the beast. He wrote the book of the law over three days. Uh, can I just say, um, Crowley and Supernatural? His phone number is six six six. Who's what? So what's Crowley's character like? In He's amazing, man. I just got upset when the, um, yeah. Is he hedonistic, like Alistair Crowley? He's actually... He shows humane qualities. He's a demon. Oh. But he was originally a human, but that was, like, many centuries ago. But, um, anyway, that's pondering, mm, that's just, um... What? You're the human many centuries ago. Yeah, basically, the demons in Supernatural, they're mainly... They were humans, but a long time ago, and their souls have got... They were evil as human beings, and their souls got more and more twisted, and they become oh. humans. There's like a hierarchy oh. in so hell. So that's why people are demons, because they're bad in real life. Well, they were bad enough to get into hell, and then their souls get twisted over time. And Lilith was also a character in Supernatural. Lilith, um, which he named his daughter after. Interesting. Yeah, probably named demon, demon that yeah. liked babies. Yeah. What's he like in the TV show? No, Lilith. Oh, yeah. God, I actually really liked... Basically, it was really but creepy, because... No, Lilith there, was a girl. Was, there was also... There was a little girl played Lilith for, like, a long time, and that was the creepiest thing, but it was the most amazing There was thing. a Lilith in True Blood as well. I only watched, like, the pilot episode of True Blood. That's because in... Um, there's other forms of Christianity, apparently Adam, because you always read that Adam... I think Lilith king. originally came from Judaism. Yeah, so in Judaism, <laughs> they say that uh, before Eve, there was Lilith. Ooh. Yeah, so it depends on what you read or what in you believe. In Supernatural, apparently Lilith was a soul, a first soul that... Um, Lucifer turned. Yeah. Lucifer isn't even that bad as Supernatural. I like Lucifer. He's one of my favourite characters. Anyway, let's carry on, Crowley. So, yeah, I was, I was going to mention this. So, the, the voice that you heard was called with Iwas. Iwas? Iwas was the messenger. That's the... Iwas. Yeah, Iwas. An emissary of the Hulk-edited Egyptian god Horus. So, yeah. basically, yeah. So, he, he claims he didn't write it. He said that, that he was in a trance. He was a vessel for it. He was a vessel. He was a vessel. Who was talking? I was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> so, yeah, the I book was. of the law. The book of the law. The book of the law. Yeah, but so then this is something I don't understand. Mm. So he says, do whatever you want. Do what makes you feel good. But then he wrote a book called The Book or like The Book of the Law. Exactly. That people should follow. Everyone's all hypocrites. But the book, all the book, apparently... I didn't read it. All the book says is... Now, you've got a copy by your bed, don't you, yeah, Alex? Really, it makes good bedtime reading. But apparently all the book says is, do what you want. Right, okay, um, I'm going to bring up a, an interesting point that I've known for a long time, actually. He's been holding it in his back pocket. No, no, I nearly forgot about this, and I would have kicked myself if we finished recording and I didn't mention oh, this. Excellent. I have to mention this. So, Alistair Crowley, being an author, poet, and so forth, written so many books, one of them being Blood, Sex, Magic. Mm. There's a page... Uh, I think he's in Blood, Sex, Magic. Don't quote me on this. In one of his books. Chapter 69. So if you want to know the origin... So if you want to know the origin of where the position 69 comes from, it actually comes from Alistair Crowley. Not necessarily proven. No, no, no. It is proven. Because um, the, the sexual position 69 is meant to represent a snake eating its own tail. Okay. And that I've seen that symbol other places. Yeah, but when you, when you two human beings are copulating or, you know, ha- okay. having coitus, 
when they engage in said 69 position, if you can start thinking, you're like, oh, it does look like a, a snake eating itself or two nines. I think, you know, guys, 69 is like mutual oral sex at the same time. Yes, I think everyone knows that. Hey, you never know. My little I don't listeners. reckon Alistair Crowley came up with that. Look at no, 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 no. No, but the thing is, I did research. If you did type in Google uh, 69 Alistair Crowley, there is a chapter that talks about it. Oh, really? I, I read it up online, yeah. I did my oh, research okay. years ago. What's it years ago? Last so I've year. lost my phone. Okay. It's fine. Anyway. Let's carry on. Well, you, put, you don't believe what I'm saying? Let's put a pin in it. No, I just got distracted by like, oh shit, where did I put my phone? Well, to find out if it's true. Yeah, I wanted to see 69. Oh, look up 69. Phone now. There's your phone. I can, oh, no, I can find my phone. 69ing Alistair Crowley. <laughs> He's searching it. Alistair Crowley's sex magic. He was just like experimental with sex, basically, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, all sex position, like, you know, getting uh, uh, the money shot in the face. He was, experiment- he was experimenting with that a long time ago. He's saying he's Superman, that hoe. He's Superman, all these hoes. Uh, a- actually, oh. 69, also known as Suissant Neuf, came from France in the 1790s. Oh, <laughs> satiety. But there is... Why is it called sixteen? Why is it called sixty-nine though? Because it's nothing to do with the snake. Just the because it looks like it. Yin and Yang. It just looks. No, you can, because yin no and, one knows. No, no, everyone knows why it's called sixty-nine, and it's because that's what it looks it's like. It's because of Yin and Yang as well, because it looks exactly like it. Anyway. The commentary. This chapter gives a real and perfect ritual of their. He started to learn that. Oh, I talk about stuff, and then Carmen says, "No, that's wrong." Yeah. <laughs> well, miss us with that bullshit. What? <laughs> No. It came from the 1790s from the French, which is actually predictable. No, no, but the, the name 69 came from a chapter of his book talking about the sexual name, The name 69, also known as Swiss or Neuf, came from Okay, Yang. let's put a pin in it. <laughs> pins, I'm running out of pins. Like, I didn't realise that you were a seamstress, because it must be because you carry so many bloody pins. Can we talk about the demise of, uh, what's his face? So basically, he spent a shit ton of money, he spent three times the amount of money that he earned in a year. Mm. Um, so he was destitute. He returned back into London. No, but wait. No, he was in Italy, wasn't he? He was in a lot of places. He's he no, well no. travelled and well read. He lived in Italy. He lived in New York, I think. He had this house in Italy where all sorts of shit went down. It was like the Playboy Mansion. I thought but... that was after he'd returned back to no, the no, UK. No, no, no. Okay, this is what I heard anyway. Hey, you guys know more about it than I do. He was in. Mal- is this right, Sat? What's Stop. Up? Put your phone away. Stop licking your wounds. <laughs> No, no, I'm reading, it says the serpent swallowing its own tail, symbol of infinity. Yeah, that's what I said. I know, and I agree with you. I'm saying, yeah, there's a lot okay, of... Just, uh, what I was trying to say is a lot of symbolism behind the whole sex position. Yeah, like yin and yang. All right, so he was in Milan, he had this big house, people would come from miles away to do all, like, explorations of, like, drugs and sex and stuff like that, and then one guy... We just call that university, but carry on. Yes! <laughs> Penryn Road. So he was in Milan. He had this place where people could come from miles away, practice all weird stuff. And this couple came, can't remember where from, and the geezer on a mad one one night fucking drank the blood of a dead cat. He's this Italian bloke. He ended up dying because of it. His wife went back to Milan, told the press about this fucking crazy house where people were doing all weird shit. Mussolini banned... Alistair Crowley. Shit, Mussolini was against this guy. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So he kicked him out. Yeah, but the UK government worked with him. Exactly, though, because he's their type of guy, you know what I'm saying? So, (sighs) also another thing I want to add, because I've got all these, like, quick facts. Quick facts. From Ranker. 
Yeah. 25, where was it? Sorry, 22 insane facts about Alistair Crowley. One of them being that he faked his own death in 1930 while he was in Portugal. Just to see what would happen if he faked his own death. And no one cared. Yeah. Oh, no, no one cared. No, no, no. So the, the Portuguese poet, Fernando Pessoa? Pessoa? Mm. I'm butchering the name. So basically, two stage Crowley's death to appear as if he jumped off a cliff for effect. I saw that in The Simpsons once. Crowley left behind what appeared to be a suicide note. So yeah, there's also there's also like you guys want me to go through like the headings of each of the facts. You want me to do it? Just give if, us your top three. If if it if it triggers anything, just give us your top three. Yeah. My top three. Yeah. In three, down from two. Oh gosh, where do I begin? Oh, he may have been the inspiration for a Bond villain. Oh, yeah, Blofeld or, Blofeld or Goldfinger. Yeah, Le there's been many, like... Goldfinger's big and fat and bloated. And, and and he's all about gold. And Blofeld, if you watch the version with Donald Pleasance, is bold. Yeah. I'm bold. Oh, no, because so Goldfinger's got a bit of ginger hair, doesn't he? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Exactly. And also, there's also a cat called Le Chiffre. In, from Casino Royale, yeah, he may have also been an inspiration for a Bond villain. So yeah, so that, that's a that's a that's a good one. Thank you. In one, in two, down from one. Guys, before we move on, like he was less than forty years old in this picture. <laughs> I've just realised what date this picture was taken. Oh wow! Anyway, he's quite a um, iconic looking guy. Would you say? And then apparently... He's the type of person that you'd avoid on the street. Apparently, also as well, they're saying that the way he just stares at a picture or stares intently, mm. the gaze, apparently that influenced a lot of people doing this. Yeah, I would say so. Like, photos of him from the turn of the 20th century. Yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes, come on, man. My guy <laughs> Alex here got no papers, man. <laughs> Off the dome. He's like... Other people look like they're quite new at having photos taken. He look, he's already doing the, He's, he's got, doing Blue Steel, man. He's, he's doing it, mate. He's got the style. That photo could be from the 70s or something. But also, less than 40 years old. Yeah, he's got bags. He's aged oh. really badly. Yeah, but that's what happens when you stay up. Have a lot of money and do wanky. loads of drugs. Mm. And uh, this is something that Alex <laughs> briefly mentioned. He was an avid mountain climber, though he was blamed for the deaths of fellow climbers. I bet he was shit at climbing. He's like, you're coming with me. And then everyone's like, oh, do we have to? And then he, everyone ended up dying. Do you guys want to hear the passage, though? Do you want me to read the passage up for you guys? Yes. Crowley first became interested in mountaineering when he was a teenager climbing in the Alps. He joined up with famed mountaineer Oscar Eckenstein. And in 1902, the pair made an attempt to climb K2, the second highest mountain in the world. I'm going to, like, skip through, because, you know, it was about 2022. Let me guess, he didn't do it. Well, they... No, they I think they mutinied. There was, like, a mutiny or something, oh, right? Bet. No, they, they got a bit close. They just didn't really get that high. And um, <laughs> apparently Crowley was trying to tell everyone else, listen, mate, I don't think it's... Quite safe, and they were like, "Fuck off, you wanker!" What Crowley was saying is not that. Crowley safe. Tried, apparently, Crowley said he trying to warn them, but they Bitch, didn't want to listen to him. Doesn't sound like the sort of thing Crowley well, would do. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Maybe we should go home. Because like, apparently, where, he where talks the talk. He doesn't walk the walk. Yeah, no, they're, they're like Swiss climber Jules Jacob Guillemont asked Crowley to lead an expedition. Can I, can I just see that name, please? Yeah, Jules. Jules Jacob. Jules. Julie. 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 He asked Crowley to lead an expedition 
to climb uh, Kachanjungo, and he reluctantly agreed. The pair were joined by three other European climbers and three Kashmiri porters. Crowley feuded with the other climbers, whom he found inexperienced and reckless. They, in turn, found him dominating and over-cautious. Modern climbers tend to side with Crowley, apparently. Okay, fair enough. Is that a picture of him in the mountains there? The thing, I'm trying to find it if it's him in there, but I think it might be the, the mountain climbers themselves. But Mate, they all hated him. They all chatted shit about him in their little tent, and he's just there doing his little spells. They were like, who is this freak? But apparently, he decided, apparently an avalanche was going to erupt, and he didn't listen. And when they went climbing, the avalanche happened. And they all died. Yeah. Did he One of the Europeans and three of the por- all, all three porters died. Crowley heard their cries, but did not leave his tent to investigate into the following morning. <laughs> he claimed he didn't know there were cries of peril, not just shouting conversations. Later, he would write... I was not overly anxious under the circumstances to render help. Oh, <laughs> passive aggressive. A mountain... No, I'm like that work sometimes. <laughs> Someone pisses me off and I see them getting grief. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like helping. <laughs> a mountain accident of this sort is one of those things for which I have no sympathy, whatever. A lot of the stuff I've read about him, I wonder if... Because there's lot, lots of detail and I wonder if it's all from his own writing and whether there's a lot of it's not that true. Well, he did actually live. It's not like he fancied it. He definitely existed. <laughs> Lots of people definitely existed, but I don't know whether he did all the... Because a lot of the stuff I've read is like, where he did a spell, there was a big cloud over his house for three months because he did this spell. Like, that probably didn't happen. Well, writers do tend to exaggerate. Yeah, and he was a poet. Yeah. He was a poet. Mountaineer. Chess player. Sat, do you want to get back to um, what is your other favourite of this list? I don't really, I mean, favourite's a bad word, really. I don't really have favourites, but I feel like uh, interesting things about him is the fact that he more or less was like a hidden figure for like, the First World War and the Second World War. Yeah, he was a spy. Yeah, and also there was a Nazi German soldier who was also into occult mysticism. He went to Scotland for some sort of expedition and they used it to trap him. And apparently, Aristotle probably was used to uh, lure him. Yeah, so let's back. let's let's go back a second. Yeah, so World War so, One wasn't okay. So during Cambridge, because he went to Cambridge, because I guess he was smart, he was recruited by MI5. I don't think it was MI5 at the time, was it? it was something else? It was something different. A Magistry Secret Service. Who it's knows? Just called the <laughs> Club. Yeah, so shh, don't talk about us. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was recruited by them, and to be a spy, some for some reason. Like, he didn't finish his degree or anything, but he was good enough to be a spy. We finished our degrees. No one's ever tried to recruit us. I did uh, apply to be in the MI5. I did, actually, because there was an admin position. I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. It's so good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I didn't get any response. So he was... People thought... Didn't people think he was... He... People thought that he was actually part of the German Allied forces. Like, he, he'd mm. become a traitor or something. But it turned out that he, he was... was... He was a double agent. He was working for the British government. Interesting. Which and even the, even though the press were like talking about him and like slandering him, saying he's a traitor, mm-hmm. uh, he had the option of suing them, but he didn't take it. It's quite to preserve w- his cover, maybe. Why would he work for the English government if he's such like a rebel? Like exactly. Maybe yes. they had some shit on him. You never know. No. Well, they didn't get him, let him go away. Actually, I guess he didn't do anything illegal other than the bestiality. And the homosexual behaviour. Okay, and, and 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 necrophilia. He did he, did he stop corpses? He, pre- he preached. Come on, there's nothing. No, but it. did he actually do it? And was yeah. there proof of him doing it? 
Like, just because you preach do what you want doesn't mean you do everything yeah, like you that. Get, you get people like, like you're going, school you're teachers. going it through the, the extreme. Yeah, primary school like, should be like. Like, my mum once told me I could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> Does that mean she thinks that I'm going to go fuck a corpse? Yeah, okay. exactly. Crowley wrote poetry throughout his life, often centering on erotic themes. The first print run of his first collection of poetry, White Stains, were rumoured to have been stained by Crowley himself. The poems inside were dedicated to every vice, from bestiality to necrophilia. I'm sorry, oh. but if, if we were all judged about the shit that we wrote about, especially a writer, then we'd all be fucked. No, but that's different when he, he, he does expect people to... He wanted to... He, wanted he wants to be attention, a, I think. He wanted to be oh. a leader of people. Oh, it's, it's nice that Tommy wants to be like... Uh, uh, ironically, devil's avocado. But, uh, yeah, this guy did a lot of sick, twisted stuff. Nothing was off limits. You're telling me if you are, yes, bring your children, sit in the corner and watch us fuck. Yeah, there was lots of children around yes. watching the fucking, I heard. So you're telling me if I asked the chronicle, saw one of his kids touching his other sibling, yes, touch your brother, if that is what you want to do. Mm. Yes. I, wonder, I wonder where he was at with, like, uh, being of age to know what, when, if, like, he, he felt like he had to be of age and shit like that. But the thing is, what is of age? Each century, they've had different time limitations of, of being a, of yeah, age. Yeah, like sex. a couple hundred years ago, we'd be old age pensioners, basically. Yes, this would, is. I would have had. I would have like if I hadn't been married or had kids by now, I would have been strung up or something. Back in the days, they say for women or girls, the moment you you can menstruate, that's the moment you can fuck. Even before then, you're promised to people. Yes. So... And the moment you like have first blood, as they called it. Um, this yeah, is not exactly the most stand-up of, you know, of human beings. You can't no. expect him to be like, Crowley, please. And also, you know, the thing about do what you want, if it feels good, is kind of like a selfish way to be, isn't it? You, you should care be. about other people. And then it also adds, with love. Do what you want with love. What's that mean? If you're going to do it, do it like, like you mean it, like you want to. This is your passion. Well, yeah. suppose it's better to be hung for a sheep than a lamb. I don't even know what that means. It's like, if you're going to do it, Go for it. Do it. All right. Like, because yeah. it's like... That's true. If I'm going to get pulled over for drugs, I'm going to start MDMA and cocaine. Not I'm, just, I'm not going to be doing marijuana. Not just sleeping pills. Exactly. <laughs> not just allergy pills. So, to, so to, <laughs> uh, to, to answer your other questions, so this is the other thing that is that stuck out about Alistair Crowley that I want to mention. So it's like... Call him Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley. That's also what the demons did in Supernatural to Crowley because he ended up being like the king of hell at some point. But it's fine. Let's carry on. Sorry, he may have been at I'm the centre. I'm basically center. promoting Supernatural because it's the last season. Yeah, it, it should have been like cancelled a long time ago. <laughs> what were you I finished. Say, I finished my marathon, and now I'm like depressed, and I've been watching panels and stuff. Like, carry on. He may have been at the centre of a plot to lure a Nazi to Britain. Was that the whole double agent thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, no, actually, no, no, no. This the double agent thing is when he had to do pro- propaganda which appeared that he was supporting uh, Nazi Germany. But what he was really trying to do is instigate uh, um, the Allied powers, because Ameri- um, America wasn't involved. The United States weren't involved during the war. World War we were, Yeah, World War One. So he instigated... Yeah, they came in late. And they came in late. They saved so, everyone. Yeah, so he instigated... Uh, he riled him up with a poster to get him involved, because he, he, they assumed it was like a propaganda from Nazi Germany, and they're like, yeah, brah. America, brah. America! America! So, oh, yeah, sorry. interesting in your culture. I feel like if he was alive now, Trump would be friends with him. Definitely be. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> Alistair Crowley. It's a great man. Great man. Yeah, good great friend. Man. We hang out together, you know, go to the... Hang out the back of each other. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the meadows together. <laughs> uh, Ivana, Ivanka likes him, you know. 
<laughs> interesting that I joined them anyway Karen. interesting occult was not limited to Crowley Circle in Germany in the 1930s ideas of the occult and mysticism infused Nazi culture why are we talking about friendly bacteria anyway friendly bacteria <laughs> Rudolf Hess a high ranking Nazi official was especially interested in the occult during World War II Crowley may, or may, may not have been at the centre of a British plot to lure Hess to Britain for interrogation if the rumours to be believed Ian Fleming a.k.a. that dude who wrote James Bond series, okay. wanted Crowley to help him bring Hess to Britain under the guise of a meeting about the occult. Fleming hoped that A Crowley... meeting about friendly bacteria now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fleming hoped Crowley would be able to interrogate the Nazi through their discussion about magique. Sac magique. But whenever we say magic, uh, Alistair Crowley spells it with a K at the end, doesn't he? Magique. C-K. Because that's... He wants to get away from the whole, like performance magic of like oh I'll and, make it disappear and he's also a fan of Louis C.K. Ah, ah abracadabra hocus pocus alakazam we've mentioned all of his uh, quote unquote highlights when he was alive yeah highlight reel so basically <laughs> I love how we call them highlights Christian family rebelled got into magic did the occult did um, some fucking got into fucking a lot of fucking he regularly slept with male and female prostitutes Oh, well, he was in university. He said he couldn't go a few days without sex because he felt like he couldn't concentrate. And guys, like, using prostitutes is really bad because most of them are forced into the situation. He it's used not prostitutes like as it's a not stimuli. Like it's not like you're, they're consenting adults. They're forced into that situation. Please try and avoid it. There's always two nah, prostitution as a stimuli. <laughs> <laughs> Very disrespectful. What? He... <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Yeah, sex workers deserve rights too, you know. No, but the problem is, most of them are forced into that situation. It's a hot potato. We're just going to put a pin in that one yeah, as well. I would put the pin in this like, whole Alex thing, with yeah. his bloody pins. Crowley would appreciate those pins. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong with the puns. It's fine. <laughs> But Crowley would appreciate those, you know, little things on the pin. He, he, like, lo- he loves being pricked. He likes being pricked. He also likes, do you have a value belt? Say whatever you want with love. How did he die? Apparently he was bankrupt. Uh, died of being broke. No. Died of being a broke-ass bitch. He was a broke-ass bitch. Uh, watched up. And he died of chronic bronchitis. All the fucking. Which is what I'll probably die of in about Wait, 20 years. Wait, what's smoking in that? Basically, yeah, sort of like a lung issue, and smoking doesn't help if you're asthmatic. Aggravated by pleurisy and myocardial de- degeneration. But he, he died at 72, so he had a long life. Yeah, that, and it, in that time. Yeah. He was born before the 1900s. How weird is that? Are we not allowed to, are we not allowed to play? He said to Carl Germer in the US, he buried them in his garden in Hampton, New Jersey. Am I not allowed so to So guess play? what, America, he's your problem now. Am I not allowed to play Ozzy Osbourne saying Mr. Crowley? I mean, that's only a few seconds, but are we done with this whole episode yet? I've, yeah, I've said all, all the information about him and, you know, okay. he's, he's... So we've established a... Sat's a huge fan of Alistair Crowley. And um, there's nothing more that needs to be said. Tom him, Alistair Crowley, thumbs up or thumbs down? Well, generally thumb down, thumbs down, but I don't think everything he did was bad. Everything he said was bad. It's just people 
yeah, might have been influenced negatively. So you said before, he was like named 72 in like Great Britons, wasn't he? Yeah. So do, do people, is the general overview? I think him? it's like a mix, isn't it? Some people like aspire him and admire him and what he's done. Even like rapper Absol, he said he's a writer, he's a poet, which he is. He is a so writer, it, it, he's it, it, a prolific writer. It depends on what you're into. If you're one of those goth kids, if you like your little black magic, he's your inspiration. He might, yeah, but he might be an inspiration to people that yeah. have no, uh, no, like, I mean, he's, they're not one of the cool kids at school. They don't follow the trend. They don't, like, play football, so everyone says you, sh- you can't be cool and you've got to play football or, like, you're a girl. Exactly, you've got breaking to, you've got, the system, breaking you've got, the law. You've got to, like, Disney films, and if you don't like Disney films... Who doesn't love not... a rebel, but he's kind of an extreme rebel? Just, yeah. But, like, the fact that he's breaking out against societal boundaries, that in general, I'm not saying that, I know you're giving me that look, I'm not saying everything he's done is right and, like, I admire it, but the fact that he pushed back that's to be admired. I would like Maybe to. I wouldn't do that if no. I was pushing back. He's brave and I, would, I admire him, but no, maybe not. I, per- I personally wouldn't do that shit. No. But, um, I admire him pushing back at a time that wouldn't appreciate it. Um, to some degree. He's a human being. All he wanted to do was explore what, what was the meaning of life. He was into tarot card reading. He was into astrology, yoga. He lived a he lived a serious life. He lived a lot of life in his seventy two years. Exactly, he travelled well. He wrote well. He wrote well. If you're into rituals, if you liked being whipped, tied up, chained, and gagged, guess what? Alistair Crowley started that shit. Maybe that's the problem with coming from monies. He had just had nothing nothing to do. He didn't have to get a job, so he just like thought of like all the other stuff. If you like water sports or whether or hard sports, hard sports, any sort of sports, (laughs) any exchange of bodily fluids, yeah. If you like pornography, if you like it hard, if you like the doggy style, guess what? I used to probably influence that. So did the French. Yes. Ozzy's back. Was my impression quite good? That was a... Mr. Crowley. You know what? I think the listeners should answer. And um, MF5, if you're listening, I've got nothing better to do, so mm-hmm. you can recruit me. What do I have to do to get recruited? That is a really long process. I think having your own podcast is maybe not the best. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. But guys, if you're listening out there, MI5, the only person that downloads this is like Chris's mum. And she does it just to <laughs> slay us about our inaccuracies. So, yeah. Does she? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Chris's mum still knows that we do this. She did when he was recording from his house. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so if Chris's mum is listening, uh, please stop sending him a hate mail because it's actually really, really it's hurtful. It's hurtful, yeah. Yeah. And um, please make sure Chris is alive. And that other guy that commented, I can't remember, what's his name? I have to give him a name check. Oh, well, uh, Bill Smith, we've mentioned him enough. Okay, sorry I got... But you're like, t- you, it was your first reaction. Sorry I got Tia Leone yeah? and Tia Carey or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, you're still thinking about that. That was ages ago. <laughs> yeah. I well, thought you were going to bring up the fact that he said, oh, you're a great addition, but no. no yeah, well, that, that's good as well, but the negative stuck, stuck with me a little bit more. <laughs> Oh, okay. Bill Smith had more than enough shout-outs, so... Bill? <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for the positive feedback. I talked to Matt in prison, and he also misses you guys, so, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, Sap... What's up? It's always been great to have you. Right. And we hope to have you again soon. 
Yeah, sure. He's here next time. He's part of the furniture. Oh, right? oh the, the, don't don't quote me on that. I'll, I'll be if, if you guys got any interesting <laughs> topics and subject matter, I'll definitely come. When back. do we know? All right. the time. We right. just oh. always have something. Yeah. No, but if it tickles my fancy. What was the last? What was the last episode that you did that you didn't like the topic? He doesn't bloody listen to this. You don't even listen to it. I do. No, okay. no. The thing is, I always forget. Oh, you know it is. Once you record, I was assumed it was going to be like a long while before I hear it. And then he's like, oh, you dropped an episode. And I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to it. I never just get around to listening to it. I we actually dropped, we actually aired one of your first episode, the Avengers episode. Yeah. Already. Yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah. I just hate and my own voice. I think it's not. I don't like my own voice either. And I have to edit this shit. I think so. That's why I've been trying, because I actually listened to an episode like last week, long after we aired it. Because after I've edited it, I don't air it. But then my voice, I'm like, that's why I haven't really been talking that much during this episode. Like, yeah, no, I need to chill with So you it. use me as a sacrificial lamb. That yeah. and you know more about Alistair Crowley than I do. That's because I watch a fucking documentary, a channel for documentary on YouTube. On your job. On your job. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, okay. And then I went on Wikipedia and then I did additional research on Google. And the Google. And the Google. Why is this good podcast for these two hillbillies? Really? On yeah. him? Yeah. Out of crown? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I don't do the impression. It's called Hillbilly Horror Stories. Were their parents part of the cult? No, no it was like this... this <laughs> so wh- sorry, Hillbilly Stories. This, this husband and wife, and the husband knew all the uh, knew everything, and then the wife was just there like, Dang! <laughs> I think, you know what? Next time, next time, one of us will know everything, and then I'll be just be like, Dang! Dang! God dang! Yeah. Anyway, Hillbilly Horror Stories. I mean, they're not going to give us a shout. Like for a like? Shout for a shout? They're not going to give us a shout out. They might do. Actually, there was one that gave us... It was before your time. There was one that gave us a shout out. I forgot what it's called now. Yeah, anyway. Aces. See you guys on the flip side. And also, when I'm at it, please check out Milk and Cereal. Obviously. On the YouTube. On the YouTube. We're we're creating a few content on the way in terms of film and television. One of them being that's debatable. Debate is oh. show on the internet, or debate is show on YouTube, or debate is show on the universe. So you you take your I, I, I vote for universe. The universe, but the mugs I made say the internet. So let's say the internet. Uh, I, I guess I guess I'm being forced into like I think uh, YouTube debate is show on YouTube. I I was a fan of that, and I looked at the mug of the internet. I. Sent it to you guys to proof beforehand. No, I thought that you were just gonna buy it anyway. You were just showing us this is what I bought a mug, but that's a whole different topic for another anyway. time. Thank you very much <laughs> for having me. Behind the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Tom M. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Chris. Chris, bro, bro. I hope you, I hope you get better, mate. I really, by the way, I actually feel sorry for Chris because he really wanted to do the Alistair Crowley episode. I think from the beginning of us starting the podcast, he would always bring up Alistair Crowley at some point. <sighs> then why did we do it? We should just say it. It's fine. Should we just not air this episode? No, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> the thing is, it's fine. No. We'll leave Chris alone with a microphone. He could do one himself. You could just talk, you could just add it, but it's like, hmm, really interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> yes. so next time I'm with Chris, I'm going to get him to say that, no. and occasionally I'll just be really interesting point. No, you know it was as well. We just didn't have a backup content. That's what that's it was, true. Right? I and mean, it to was be fair, on the day. It was on the day. 
To be fair, sometimes we just talk about nothing and call it a one-shot. Really? We could have just done that, recapped on all the films we watched and everything like that. Because now I feel guilty. I didn't know that this it's was It's fine. Like, oh. It's fine. He's fine. Because he probably would have added more levity. To be to fair, he, he wasn't sure he was going to come anyway, so... This episode needed a bit more levity. Well, you felt like we didn't do... <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was levitatious. Oh, I mean, Ozzy Osbourne liked it. We Ozzy's there just nodding with a bat in his mouth. We were levitating at one point. So, at one yeah. point, I actually saw you not even sitting on that May, side. Mate, don't go into the whole... He, d- he did a Crowley. Vibes. Yeah, he did, did you say... Whoa. I'll cut you like a fish. What was that? I'm just thinking... Spirit of the Amas. Exorcist. Or whatever that bullshit voice was that Alice probably heard. It's me. <laughs> yeah, all, all that creepy shit. Right. Anyway, um... Peace out, eight hand down, word to your mother. I second that. Shaka <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Shaka Khan. Excellent work.